drinkers! We are back, and now we are going to be previewing the upcoming game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jacksonville Jaguars coming off, of course, the thrilling victory over the Baltimore Ravens uh, in Jacksonville last week, where Jacksonville went for two with 18 seconds left to take the one-point lead. They got it! Um, and now they're going to be carrying that momentum into Detroit. But we'll get into all that in a moment. But before we do, let's introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So we got UJ. Hello there. Bob. Hey, gentlemen. Red Dog. Yo. And of course, Big Z. But now let's get uh, into this week's matchup, shall we? Uh, the Lions hosting yet again. Um of the visiting Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars uh, winners of two of their last three, um, but a team that has struggled a lot throughout the season, although a lot of close games. Um, they're four and seven, which is actually good enough for second in the AFC South, not a great division this year. Um, but as I mentioned, uh, one, winners of two of the last three, 27-20 over the Raiders, then they lost 27-17 to the Chiefs, and then a thrilling victory. Of course, Justin Tucker is like four yards short on his 67-yard attempt against the Jaguars. He couldn't end up short against the Lions last year. <laughs> but, Gosh. Um, anyways, uh, this Jacksonville team. I can't believe they let him do that, though. I mean, <laughs> anyway. Oh, they had to. They didn't, they didn't really have much of a choice. But if, you, if there's any kicker that can make it, it would be Justin Tucker, right? <laughs> yeah. True. This is true. This is true. Uh, so this Jacksonville team, very, very intriguing team. Uh, a lot of young guys, obviously the, you know, for, first of all, intriguing from the draft standpoint this year, you have, um, Walker, uh, going against, uh, Trayvon Walker, of course, uh, going against Aiden Hutchinson. So the battle of the top two picks in the draft Walker, only two and a half sacks this year. Uh, so I, I think Hutchinson's been outplaying him. uh, or, but I mean, Walker is used in different ways, so it's hard to completely. Uh, but I mean, Hutch, Hutch and Walker have the same amount of interceptions too. I want to throw out as well. Walker plays mm-hmm. in the linebacker position. Times <laughs> they drop him back a lot more. Um, but th- so that'll be a fun matchup. Uh, of course, the wide receiver core for uh, Jacksonville has Christian Kirk, their big offseason signing, Zay Jones, and a familiar face in Marvin, Marvin. Jones yeah. Junior. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's been like a third wide receiver on this team, really. Now, uh, only 368 yards this year, two touchdowns. He hasn't done a whole bunch. He's only averaging 36 yards a game. Um, and then tight end Evan Ingram, Tra- Travis Etienne left the last game uh, with an injury. I, I, I don't know if we'll, we a sprain left foot, so he might be able to play this week. Uh, he's probably more likely to play than not, but uh, he is a very dangerous running back. Um, and then, of course, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the second year in the league. A lot of people were giving him a pass for last year at the Urban Meyer fiasco down in Jacksonville. Um, and he's made some strides forward. 16 touchdowns this year, six interceptions. I believe five of which were, are in the red zone. So if there's a place that he messes up, it's in the red zone. Um, but he's made some important strides forward. Uh, and that's kind of the Jacksonville. Uh, over, we'll get to the defense, their defense in a little bit. But do you guys fear this Jacksonville team at all? Nah, uh, I wouldn't say we fear them, but uh, they're they're not a team to take lightly because they're mm-hmm. they're on like the, they're on the rise. You know they got a good coach now, Peterson. 
So I think it'll be a good I game. Agree. Definitely not afraid of them, but I mean, yeah, yeah. they they got weapons, they got tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you guys? Who, who do you guys? We're kind of teams on similar trajectories. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess who 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 you think of Vegas favors in this game, who would you who would you guess? We are the Lions. The Lions. You're wrong. Nobody's favored. It's a pick 'em right now. Oh, <laughs> it was oh, Lions uh, earlier today, so it maybe oh, uh, changed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. it's been moving up and down, but uh. It's just interesting that Vegas pretty much on a neutral field would probably give the ja- the, the Jaguars a three-point edge, uh, as we mentioned. Uh, Talk about your easy but, money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I did want to mention since the last podcast, I don't, it wasn't official yet, but uh, I believe James Houston's now been moved to the active roster mm-hmm. like, permanently with Charles Harris going on the IR. So yes. that's really cool. If we could see more out of what we saw out of him on Thanksgiving, watch out. Oh, if you could do uh, that every five snaps, that would be amazing. Yeah, two every five snaps. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cheat code. Um, and and since the last uh, podcast, uh, you know, I don't know, if, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but the Lions got a lot of help this weekend in the the playoff uh, standings as well, in terms of the the Lions' odds to make the playoffs. Um, they they sit tenth right now in the playoff picture. They're they're at the bottom of in the hunt. Um, and all the graphics you see during the games now. Uh, but they are two and a half back from the Commanders, uh, two and a half back from the Giants as well, both teams we've beaten. Um, and then Seattle, they're one game back, one and a half games back. Because, again, like the Lions had a, their bye. Some of these teams haven't had their bye. And then Atlanta. So those are all teams that could easily fall off. Um, and what spot do they need to get in? Seventh. There are right. seven teams now in the NFL playoffs yeah good chance Only those one teams team don't go back. 10 and 7 like us so man <laughs> i like our odds yeah at 10 and 7 the lions to make the playoffs according to 538 if you go out if you do it if you go in there and do like all the uh, guests like who wins each game the lions have like a 92 i believe it's like a 90 percent chance of making the playoffs and then if they go nine and eight it falls down to 52 percent so they're not out of it yet folks they're not out of it and the way they're playing um, they could very well go in their favor, but I mean, what, what are you guys looking for this week out, out of our team, especially coming off that Thanksgiving game? Oops. Well, of course we're looking well, for a victory. I, was, been... that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say I'm, I'm looking that we don't have a letdown because that, after that game last week, they're going to be, even though they lost that game, Lions got to be pumped up knowing that they can play with anybody and they can beat anybody. And I, I just don't want to see a letdown. I don't think the coaches will let that happen. Uh, cause this is a, well, no, you can't take any team lightly in the NFL and, uh, and this team's an up and coming team like we are. And, uh, no, we definitely can't take them lightly. So, uh, uh, but I think the coaches will have them ready. I, we're not afraid of this team. I, when I was back in college, I, our coach, every team we played was like the greatest team that ever played. Like we were playing the Super Bowl champs every week. It was incredible. Like brainwash is so bad. You go in there and they <laughs> beat them by like 50 and go, they weren't that good. But you were thinking they were that good when you went into the game. I want—I don't want the Lions just taking this team lightly. That's all. Oh, that's if they for don't, sure. If they take them seriously. They're gonna—they're gonna wipe the field with them. I'm confident they'll take them seriously. What I want to see is more progress. Uh, you know, build on what they've done. I want to see them iron out the the mistakes they made against the Bills, and just you know continue to just refine their game. And look more and more, you know, like they belong at the top of this league. Uh, 
and yeah, just clean everything up. You know, no bad roughing the passer plays, things like that. No, you know, no false starts by Sewell though. I know that might just be a staple now. I don't know. Uh, uh, I know. For a home game is yeah, it's like a given at I, this point. That's, that does seem to happen all the time at Ford Field. We get we get a false start on our offense. Right. Get that. But, yeah. 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 I, I think they're gonna be I don't know if they're gonna be pumped up after last week, but I think they'll be pissed off after last week. So they mm. they should have won that game. And uh Yeah. They you know have. Campbell didn't help him out very good much with the some of his moves, but uh hopefully he'll clean up his game too. For this week yeah the learning curve for him as well um but i mean these there's been just so many positives the last two weeks um i i don't know if you guys saw this as well but uh the nfl or i'm sorry espn did like a ranking of uh like the under 25 rosters throughout the nfl basically looking at all, all the players that teams throughout the nfl have on their roster that are 25 and younger and they rank the lines number one which uh i think is kind of cool Always nice to be recognized in the media. Oh, uh, like that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. We know the media is wrong almost all the time, but we can agree with them on this one at least. Yeah, I think the Fords are going to put a banner up for that now, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bob, I just want to say something about Dan Campbell. I, I don't disagree that he needs to iron out mistakes. I just want to say he also coached us into that position to win that game. He made a lot of really good calls, so. I well, don't I don't know. I listened to that last pod because I wasn't on it, but I heard you blindly defending every move that he did. But uh, not blindly, that's, that's I read right. rationality behind but, all. Of it. I mean, like his really bad calls. You're like, well, it was execution for the players. Well, that's on every play that's ever been played is execution. But come on, no, you coach has been in a good position. Burned in my brain why he did everything. Agree with it or not, he was playing an aggressive strategy, and it didn't work out. But yeah, fine. You can just yeah. It's a winnable game. Want. So I know you're Dan, you're a Dan Campbell hater now, Bob. No, I like Campbell, but I can uh, see when he does something uh, sure. wrong. You're like so far. I can see when he does something ass. wrong, but it's some. There's a difference between <laughs> wrong and arguable. There's a difference uh, between wrong and arguable. He made decisions in the heat of the moment, and you know it didn't work our way. But there was a line he where that goes our way. way. If it doesn't work, it's wrong. Wait, Rod Dog. That is. Did did Campbell save your life or something? He Is did. He... he brought this team back from the brink, okay? <laughs> yeah, something. He replaced Matt Patricia, okay? I mean, that's pretty high praise alone. But I'm just saying, you, you got to give him credit where it's due, too, because he made a lot of calls on fourth downs and stuff that we got and that put us in position to win that game. I'm just yeah. wanna, I just want to make sure it's heard because, you know, everyone's kind of shitting on him lately. I didn't say so, he's a horrible coach. I said he made some bad you calls. You basically said you want him to die. I don't know. That's all I heard. <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. hear that. Wow. Are you sure? That's not what you said? <laughs> well, either. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. It's I pretty harsh. Heard. Heavy. Heavy. Harsh. It's getting heavier. Harsh vibe, bro. Uh, but, uh, you know, with Trevor Lawrence, I mean, this is still his second year in the league. He has some turnover issues, whether it be fumbling or interceptions. Um and usually later in the drive. So I, I would imagine the Lions kind of stick with what they've been doing in terms of the, the Lions seem to have gone more to like this bend, don't break type defense, which uh, seems to be working out better for them lately. Uh, a lot of like teams have been still getting yards on us, but we've been at least shutting the door on them uh, from getting in the end zone a little more than the beginning of the season. And I think that 
same strategy can really work here uh, with the Jaguars because you get let Trevor Lawrence make the mistake. Um, it, again, shutting down the run. Uh, the, the Lions still, even though they've been better recently, are still the worst rush defense in the NFL uh, to this point, uh, just numbers-wise at least. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the which really speaks how bad they were uh, at the beginning of the year. <laughs> it's been better yeah, really recently. Really bad. Um, but, you know, also, I, I mean, the, the Ravens had four sacks last week. So th- this is a mm. team you can still get after. It's a mediocre offensive line. It's not an elite offensive line by any means in Jacksonville. Um, and I, I really like this. I really like this matchup for the Lions. I, I, st- I still think Ford Field's going to be buzzing. I think a lot of people are still encouraged by how they performed against the Bills, uh, who uh, have a much higher paid roster uh, and a, what a lot of people view as a more talented roster. Obviously, I mean, nine their Lions are nine and a half point underdogs on Thanksgiving, so. Um, and, and they, they perform really well. They, they've been performing really well the last month and this would be a great way to start off December uh, with a victory. And, and I, I, I wouldn't expect Jamison Williams out there this week, uh, either. If, if, no. if any listener out there was expecting him to, to be there, he, he will not be. Wouldn't that be awesome if like all of a sudden the injury report comes out and it's like all go and he's plays. That'd be so exciting. That would be exciting, but. I'm not counting. Yeah, I'm not counting on it. Not counting on it. Probably the next week against Minnesota. I don't think we'll need them this week. Honestly, I think we can handle the Jags. Uh, I mean, I think our D line is going to be a big part of that. Uh, I think we'll have more success stopping uh, the running game. I mean, like we have been, we've been effective. If not, you know, for the most part of the game, sure they break out every once in a while, but like that Ben don't break style we're playing doesn't necessarily make the run defense the most important stat i feel like we big plays have sort of become our most important stat on defense and we need to just keep generating big plays and that starts up front and i i I like this matchup i think hutch is gonna be really aggravated and frustrated after that last game where they did had a pretty good game plan for him and he he was pretty quiet for most of the game i I think he's gonna go off in this game Yeah, I mean that that'd be great to see. Um, uh, uh, just you know, I I wanted to mention some of the defensive players to watch out for on the Jacksonville side of things. Um, they have Devin Lloyd, their linebacker. Um, mm. I, I think we have a lot of respect for him. Their linebacker crew is pretty good actually, because uh, they have the third leading tackler in the NFL as well, and a guy named I hope I'm saying this right, Foyasad Alukun, Alukun. It's easy for you so to say. Obvious. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Uh, he's a six-round draft pick out of uh, Yale, actually. So, Foyasad. Oh. Foyasadi? Oh. I don't know. I'm sorry, buddy. If you're listening, I don't mean to. Um, he means it. Uh, Trayvon Walker, obviously, the aforementioned uh, first overall draft pick, who, who got off to a hot start, and he's kind of come back to earth a little bit. Um. And Josh Allen, the other linebacker, a notable name, Shaquille Griffin, cornerback. Um, a lot of these other guys. I mean, they have Arden Key that rotates in. That he's been around the league for a while. But um, overall, it's not like a great defense. It's a bottom bottom ten defense in the NFL. Twenty uh, fifth, I believe, ranked defense right now uh, by DVOA and yards per game. So, uh, and they're very the kick returners, Jamal Agnew. It, yes, thank you. You know, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I know it's there and I forgot to uh, 
talk about it. He's, he's actually been he, he, he's been pretty solid for them. He, he contributes in the receiving game once, once in a while and uh, one of the best returners still in the NFL. So. Yeah, I like the Agnew. I always like that. Yeah. See him get rocked this week, but have any of you ever been to Jacksonville? Uh, I don't, nope. I saw I, it. Nah, it doesn't seem like a desirable place to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know anybody so. that says I can't. Like, I'm going to Jacksonville, or I can't wait to go to Jacksonville. No, I never, I never hear any of that. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, do you? Do you guess? People I don't know. Go to Florida. Yes. Well, you hear a lot of people saying I'm gonna go to Detroit <laughs> or uh can't wait to go to Detroit. Hell yeah. I I can't hate on Detroit every time. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I know, I know. Do you ever hear people say they want to go to Puttucknuck, Las what? Vegas? I don't know. I lost my train of thought. I was trying to think of a goofy what? city, but I lost my... What are you a robot or <laughs> oh, something? Boy. You're like but the yeah failure to operate we also have our special segment of course our weekly segment uh from the lady lions spilling the blue kool-aid so we're gonna turn over Mm -hmm. them to spill their blue kool-aid for this week Thanks, Big Z and the Kool-Aid crew. Um, us Lady Lions are ready to spill some Kool-Aid. We're here with Little G. Hello, everybody. And me, J-Dog. Hello, Lions fans. Okay, so woo, Thanksgiving. Um, I know they talked about you guys talked about it in the Kool-Aid crew, but we got to give a quick recap from the Lady Lions. Mm-hmm. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a 10-second recap. Little G, are you ready? I am as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, so I'm going to start my timer. We're going to do 10 seconds. And you need to give me whatever you can give me of your reactions on the Thanksgiving game. Are you ready? Okay, I can, I can do this. All right. Wait, ready, set, go. I just wish that we could manage the clock better at the end of each half and actually beat teams that are really good. That was pretty good for 10 seconds. Okay, thank you. I, there's so much more I could have said, but uh, you, it's good you gave me a little a time to, time to you, you know what I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. It's your time oh. for 10 seconds. Okay. All right. Ready, set, go. Okay, standing in front of the TV, hands on my head for the last five minutes, my heart probably not beating. And so sad, however, so proud of our boys. So proud. Perfect timing. You hit 10 seconds. Whew. Okay. I don't even know. I didn't even know what was going to come out. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like the pressure of the time and also remembering all those emotions from Thursday. It's hard to put it all together. Oh, it really is. But luckily for us Lady Lions, we also not only watched the game, but we watched the content around the game. And there was some good content around exactly. the game. Oh my gosh, there was. Um, so let's give our social media shout out of the week. You want to take it away? Let's do it. So we actually want to pivot a little bit from our normal routine. And we want to shout out the Detroit Lions social media. From Instagram to Twitter to TikTok, they have been filling our feeds with content. And it's 
been really different from what I've seen other NFL teams do. And it kind of brings the fans into the locker room, not just in like post-game videos, but interviews and practice videos where they're asking them silly questions like about their favorite Pokemon and uh, just really cool content that kind of brings fans in with the team. I, I couldn't agree more, Lil G. Like they, whoever is working at the Detroit Lions social media in that <laughs> division right now, uh, gold star. We are very, very happy. Yes. Um, because it really yep. is great to see. I mean, you can kind of, because there's so much social media coming from the actual organization, you can almost see their camaraderie mm-hmm. a little bit more. I think my favorite thing is watching their videos in the practice facility where they're walking by and mm-hmm. like literally answering silly questions. And you can see who's walking together. Like you'll see some of the old linemen's walking together, like the defensive right. players walking together. And they all like answer it and they're funny. And, you know, they're just like, I don't know. Again, these like behind the scene pictures of our favorite players that we see go battle out on Sunday. But like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of get a little glimpse into their everyday life. Yeah, it's like, which one of you are friends with the others? And, you know, it's just cool. It is very cool. And when I feel like there's something about that, too, to what makes a team special. Because um, mm-hmm. when a team, like, seems like they like each other, it just seems mm-hmm. generally better. I know it sounds silly, but the 05 White Sox, I know it's a yeah. random, like, sports interlude, but they just, like, <laughs> genuinely were fun people. Like, they looked like they got along, yeah. and that they brought that to the field. And that's what I feel like yeah. this Lions team kind of reminds me of. Um, okay. Yes. So we do have a, a runner-up for our content of the week, um, and that is Haley Graves who we are pretty sure is Josh Reynolds' fiance. She's posted some stuff, like engagement stuff and um, yeah, like getting bridesmaid stuff. Um, anyways, but she made homemade shirts for all of the, uh, oh my gosh, the receiving core, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all, all the wives or girlfriends took pictures at the field on Thanksgiving. And it was just, I don't know, she seems like, her and Josh Reynolds seem really cute and very in support of this team, which is really cool. Yeah, I think it's cool to see, like, you know, someone who's grouped together on the team. The wives also are kind of grouped together and do something, you know, kind of fun to support. So that was really cool. And the shirts were really cute. So they were really shout cute. out to Haley. Yeah. Can we buy um, some? <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe start an Etsy shop because uh, J-Dog and I would be first in line. Absolutely. Um, okay, so this is just kind of a random, but we had to put it in here because uh, Little G and I consider ourselves um, golf girls uh, mm-hmm. or golf girls, I guess I should say, um, because we just want to give a general <laughs> shout out to our leader in QB. Um, yep. Keep. JG. Yes, JG. Let's, let's go. Keep it going. And we, we still believe that you're the guy. We do. We do. And, uh, you know, he's he's shown us multiple times that he can be the guy. And I think he will be. I think so, too. I, I think he I think he leads this team well. And I think I think the guys like him. And I think he he has he has everything he needs. We just need to get it done. The one thing that really stands out to me about him is he really embraces that Detroit spirit of just like put your head down, work, support your teammates. and you know, the rest will follow kind of attitude, which I love. I do. Also, 
quick shout out to his Thanksgiving Day performance of doing the touchdown celebration. Who was it? Was it Jamal? And he was like feeding him all turkey dinner. And Goff yeah. was like one of the first <laughs> ones down there sitting down, like eating his plate of turkey or whatever. And you got to love that. Um, yeah, it was funny because he's he's just funny to watch do those type of things. Yeah. Um, okay, so Goff, we love you. Keep doing your job. Um, Keep it up. Yes. Okay. And last but not least, we have very important business. And little G, <laughs> you need to tell us who you will be eliminating today through your rose ceremony on the quest to find your new favorite player. So this gets harder every week. Um, just to remind everyone, the players that are left are Jared Goff, Hutch, Kirby Joseph, Rodrigo, Okuda, Sewell, and Jack Fox. And unfortunately, I'm so sorry, but Jack Fox is going to have to be eliminated this week. Um, I just don't think punters see the field enough to be my favorite player. You know, I need to see someone that's going to be out there all the time. Of course, I don't want him out there that much because that means we're punting in a way. But um, Jack Fox, I love you, but I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to give you a rose this week. All right. So, so sorry, Jack Fox, but it's going to be okay. Just, you know, yep. we would really like you to get out whatever frustration you feel from this loss in our next game and do your best job. Um, <laughs> yep. Kicking the Pumped ball. it really far now. <laughs> Pumped it the best you can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have. Um, thank you so much, uh, Kool-Aid crew. You guys are the best. We seriously love Woo. you, love watch, listening to you, and we love our Lions. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. three. <laughs> Go Lions! All right. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Always awesome. great insight. Yes. Always good, especially, as, especially as we head into the weekend. We they just know they're Lions, don't they? They're amazing. They do. They do. They've, they've, they've got their... Their women got uh, grit. Yes. There you go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I think we're at a good point in the podcast where we can start doing our ever famous predictions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh so as I mentioned, the Lions hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, is a one of as almost every kickoff besides the Thanksgiving one, which is just half an hour early. This is a one o'clock Eastern, noon central kickoff. The Lions, uh well, depending on we're going to call the spread a pick 'em right now, so which means you know just pick a side, pick the lines, of course. Um, and then the over under is fifty one and a half, another really high one. Mm. Uh, so there's mm-hmm. you know two bottom ten defenses in the NFL by numbers wise. Uh, that's probably why it's so high, despite what you may think or not think about the lines. But um, nonetheless, uh, those are the numbers. But now let's get into our predictions, and we'll start with Red Dog. Me. All right. I mean, I already kind of got to some of my keys of this game. I think this D-line is going to feast this week. Uh, I mean, I know they got a challenging quarterback. I like Trevor Lawrence coming out. He would have been my choice if we were at that top spot. But uh, I think he's going to have a bad week this week, especially with uh, Akuda and Jacobs back in the lineup. Like, I don't think we've really got a well, – I guess we haven't had – we've got a week without him, and I'm already like itching for more of those two to be on the field together. Um, I think our defense is really going to have a good week. Uh, going to see the continued progress. You got, uh, what's his name coming back? Rodrigo getting back to full speed again. I think he's going to have a good week. 
And uh, I expect Aline McNeil to really hold down that middle and continue to progress where he's been pretty dominant in a lot of ways, um, getting upfield. You know, you know, he had several tackles and like multiple pressures last week from inside. That's I just want to see him build on that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of defense shutting them down and making a couple plays with some turnovers. But the offense is also going to have a pretty good week here. Uh, I think. We're going to see St. Brown go off for about 200 yards this week. I just have a feeling he's going to have a big week. Uh, so all in the end, all that said and done, I think they're not going to really do much, and we're going to shut them down for three points, and we're going to score about 35. We're going to get back into that 35 club, 35 to three, mm. Detroit. Walking mm, three, huh? They give up three? Yeah, they got three. Riley Patterson makes his return to Detroit, too, the kicker. Riley! Riley! Even though it's a different Riley. Yeah. <laughs> All right, UJ. Well, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a fun game. I, the fun thing is gonna be to me the comparisons, and it's not like offensively. It's gonna be comparing uh, mm. Hutchinson against Trayvon Walker. That's gonna be a real interesting comparison to watch. And my other interesting comparison to watch what Goff, Goff how he runs the offense compared to Trayvon or uh, Trevor Lawrence. And I think it's be really interesting. I think the uh, the veterans gonna win the day on this one. And besides, you know, I don't know if people realize this, but they don't even like him in Jacksonville. Did you know that? I, I heard. I, oh, he really? came out of the game. I said, "Hey, what a jag you are!" He said to him. Oh, and, uh, oh man! And wow. uh, I go, man, they really don't like him that much. That's weird. He's young and he's good. I'd give him a chance. But anyway, uh, uh, that being said, ah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting healthy at the right time toward the end of the season here. Uh, Jonah Jackson should be back. Pascal should be back. Evan Brown should be back. Akuda should be back. We got all these guys mm. coming back. We're actually getting healthier, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, I see a big game for us. And, and the offense is going to go off for 39 points. Oh! And uh, the defense is going to hold them to 17. So I'm, I'm going 39-17 is going to be my final. And yeah, it's gonna be a dominating performance. So put all your money like on the you. Lions on, at even odds. Easy money. All right. <laughs> all right. We like, like it. We like it a lot. That easy money. <laughs> I love easy money. All right, Bob. Get sued. All right. Yeah, I like this matchup too. I mean, I'm interested to see this uh, Jaguar squad because I haven't really watched them play this year. But uh, um, you know, they got some good young players. Like I said, team on the rise. I like Peterson as a coach, but you know, I think we're a little ahead of them. So we're going to win this game handily. Um, I think uh, Dan Campbell will make a bad call at some point of this game and then Red Dog will defend <laughs> it next week. But, uh, <laughs> bold prediction. That's a really bold but prediction. I, I think the reality. offense will be humming. I, we're working, <laughs> working Swift back, and I think he'll even get a little more uh, this week. But We'll get the bell cow going, Jamal Williams. And uh, I see an offensive show put on by the Lions here. We're going to win 38-21. to 21. Wow. Give up a few points, but Ooh, uh, yeah. we're going to outclass them all over the game. All Lots over the points. Field. I like it. All right. Well, I like it. We like it a lot. I think our listeners like it a lot. Um. So, as UJ mentioned, I like the fact that it looks like Jonah Jackson and Kuda are trending in the right direction in terms of returning from their concussion protocol. Um, Akuda probably would have been back if the game was on Sunday last week. 
but of course Thanksgiving short week impossible mm. uh, to turn around a concussion in the NFL in that time. So um, uh, yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know about Evan Brown, uh, but if we at least get one guard back, that's key. So this, uh, this Jaguars team, they're four and they're four and seven, but six of the seven losses came by one score. So they, they keep it close, even when they're losing these games and the, and the, the one non-one score game was a ten point loss to the Chiefs, which was close throughout. If you if you watched it, uh, so th- this Jaguars team keeps it close a lot of the time, even when they're not winning. So I I think you know these are very similar. The the spread is close, so I, I do think this will be a close game. But I do like the Lions' ability to pull this out. Uh, I think there will be a lot of offense, um, as we usually see when the Lions are at home lately. A lot of offense. I'm going to go 31 to 26 Lions oh, wow. victory. Uh, but Jared Goff has a very good game. Uh, and we make Trayvon Walker look a little foolish uh, at times throughout the game to really reinforce the fans uh, that we made Who the you right got, call. You got hit, hit meeting in the end zone there, uh, Z. Who's going to be scoring for us? Well, I think it's a safe bet at this point. Jameis Williams is getting one. <laughs> Um, I think I, I, I like a Mon, I like a lot Mon Ragan one. Oh, yeah. I, I like Swift getting another one uh, in the air this time. Um, the fourth one, the fourth one, the fourth one, the fourth one. Shark, let's give it the shark, huh? All right, no, 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 no. I resend no. it. Oh. James, Mitchell. Oh. James Mitchell, our tight end. He gets the oh, one. there you go. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. And uh, Michael uh, ba- Michael Badgley makes a twenty nine yarder this week. That that, oh, that no. tough that tough distance to hit a field goal from. Uh, the only one he's missed, but and of costing us, unfortunately. Yep, yep, yep. So y- we yet again all predict a Lions victory. Yes, uh, yes. So it's a beautiful sight. <laughs> um. So. A lot of good stuff ahead for the weekend for the Lions. Uh, we're feeling it at least in the pod. Um, you know, tough Thanksgiving game, but still overall the last month, super encouraging. The Lions, far from out of the playoff hunt at this point, uh, especially the way the NFC has gone this year. It's, it's wonky as hell. Um, and the Rams also look like they're probably losing Aaron Donald and Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford for the year. Uh, so it, <laughs> it just looks like it couldn't be better, man. This is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. so amazing. It is. It is. It is rather remarkable. Uh, the quick decline of a, a Super Bowl winning team. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, but we debated last podcast about going all in. We don't need to re-debate it right now. Um, but. Anyways, we want to thank everybody hey, uh, hey Z, for listening. I, yeah, go ahead, Red Dog. I need a, one last thing because I think this is really notable. I, I'm kind of amazed, actually. Uh, we made it through an entire podcast of you saying Jaguars, and UJ didn't say a single thing. I know. Like, well, I'm, I'm I was going to say it. something, but see, like, <laughs> like Zach couldn't use my joke. He would say, what a Jaguar. What? <laughs> what? What a Jaguar. What? What's he saying? What's Jaguar? Jaguar. He's salty now. You, by the <laughs> way, doesn't like this. They can use that joke if you want. <laughs> I, I think they'll keep what it in their Jaguar. back pocket for now. Ja- uh, UJ. Jaguar. 
Wire. And on, wire. on that note. Yep. On that note, we will wrap it up. Uh, Who a jack we wanna, is. Oh, wait. We want to thank our listeners, of course. We want to thank SideLionReport.com for hosting the podcast. They always do a great yeah. job. Check out their articles on sidelinereport.com, of course, by Brad Berryman and the team. Um, we want to thank our producer, KJ. 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 He always does a great job producing the podcast. Uh, I think we have some exciting stuff uh, on the horizon as well in terms of new ways to deliver the podcast to you. So stay tuned to that. Today stay he's tuned producing by... it from. Yeah. Sorry. So today he was producing it from under a bridge, in case uh, you're wondering. This is how dedicated he is, though. Walking through the rain under a bridge, producing yeah. a shit. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he's, he's not homeless. He's, he's just he's just mobile. <laughs> to be clear, he's just on the run. They'll <laughs> um, never catch him. Well, Sorry, I interrupted you, Z. Um, I, I interrupted your whole train of thought. What a, what a jag I am. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, stay. <laughs> tuned for those new ways to uh send the podcast out in our new ways uh yeah you really threw me off uh it's <laughs> with following us on social media at instagram uh, or on instagram it's at drinking the blue kool-aid twitter at drinking lions follow us on there let us know your predictions for the upcoming game in addition um, also Spotify, Apple, wherever you get a podcast download, please subscribe and please leave a review. Always greatly appreciated. We follow yeah. it all. And if you download oh, these yeah. and put it on a flash yeah. drive, it makes a great Christmas gift. Ah. Yeah, let us know who know <laughs> yeah. you agree with between <laughs> me and Bob about Dan Campbell. That's what I want to know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep, mm. yep. Uh so well, I think that'll wrap it up for us here. Thank you everybody for listening. And last but not least, as always, go, 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 go. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game, with honor you will keep your fame, down the field and gain, a Lions victory, go! go.